wow, you're not going to want to miss today's show with the land geek, Mark Podolsky. He's going to talk to you about his proven method about how to buy land and earn 300% returns. So whether you're just getting started or you're looking for a way to build up your passive income with a real estate strategy, stay tuned. Welcome to the Next Level Income Show, where it's our goal to raise your income, investments, and your life to the next level. I'm your host, Chris Larson. You can get your free copy of our book at nextlevelincome.com. Just click on the book link, put in your address, and I'll even send you a copy for free. Today's guest is known as The Land Geek. Mark Podolsky is widely considered to be the country's most trusted and foremost authority on buying and selling raw, undeveloped land. Today, Mark will share his journey into the world of buying, selling, and leasing raw land as an investment. He has actively invested in real estate and raw land for almost 20 years and has completed, listen this, over 6,000 unique transactions in that time. Today's show is sponsored by the Airbnb Kickstart course. My wife and I started our first Airbnb here in the last year, and we've come to love the ability to earn more money than we would if we had a long-term rental. If you're interested in starting your Airbnb business with little money, scaling your Airbnb business, or just learning tricks about the industry in general, check out our Airbnb course at nextlevelincome.com slash Airbnb. That's A-I-R, the letters B-N-B, and you'll get a 20% discount code. Mark, welcome to the show. Chris Larson, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm really excited to have you on today, Mark, because as we were talking before the show, we talk about a lot of different types of investments, a lot of different types of real estate, but we haven't talked about just land yet on the show. And Mark, I'd love for you to tell the audience why you're known as the land geek and kind of your history of how you got here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why I'm known as the land geek is, you know, I'm just really geeky. And I love Good software. On show. <laughs> yeah, and I love software and automation. But the way I got involved with it was kind of a hazard. I, I was working as an investment banker doing mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups. And I had a 45 commute to work and back. It was stressful, long hours. I was micromanaged. And Chris, it got so bad for me. I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by real fast and having to be back at work on. So my firm hires this guy and he's telling me that as a side hustle, he's going to tax deed auctions. He's buying up raw land, pennies a dollar. He's flipping them online and he's making a 300% return on his investment. Well, I'm looking at companies all day long and a great company, great company has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Average companies, 10%. I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So of course, I don't believe him. So we go to New Mexico. I do exactly what he tells me to do. I buy 10 half acre parcels, an average price of $300 each. Three grand is all I started with. That's all I had, saving for car repairs. And then I made an average of $1,200 each. It worked 300%. So I took all that money, went to another auction in Arizona where I live. Again, this is 2000 They're in the room and I'm buying up lots and acreage for nothing. And over the next six months, I sold all that land and I made over $90,000 cash. Wow. So my wife, wow. I'm like, honey, I'm going to quit my job and become a full-time land investor. And she's pregnant. She's like, absolutely not. 
So I said, okay, okay. So it took about 18 months for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income. And I've been doing them ever since. I've done over 6,000 deals. I, I absolutely love it. Outstanding 6,000 deals since 2000. So you got me beat by, I think, one year. I started in 99 with my first real estate deal, but I've not done 6,000 deals. So you got <laughs> That is <laughs> not, awesome. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. We're on, yeah. We are on the way. Well, I, I want to dive into a bunch of different stuff, but this year marked the last year that I spent, or the last year was really the last full year, but I left the corporate world myself this year to do real estate full-time. And Congrats. I love... Sh- Thank you. Thank you. And that's a big mission of the show is sharing information so others can do it. And my path, your path might not be someone else's path. So I guess talk a little bit more. You know, you said it took you about a year to do that. I guess talk a little bit about more about how long you're in the corporate space and, you know, just your mindset about from leaving that and what, what really gave you the confidence over that the course of that year or so. Yeah. So, you know, I'd been working for that company for about five years. I think it was in '99 that I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And after reading that, the light bulb went off like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. I can do this. I can buy assets. And it just kind of motivated me. And I remember having one foot in, one foot out and thinking, okay, how can I do this? How can I work my land business full time and still keep all the benefits of my job? So I went and I tried to negotiate a deal. I said, look, I can do consulting for you guys, keep my health benefits. They're like, look, you're either all in or you're all out. And I was really sick. I was so scared. I was so nervous. I was sick about it. I'm like, nope, I'm going to go for it. And I was all out. What I didn't realize was I looked at all the things I was going to be losing from the corporate gig. I was going to be losing the steady, steady paycheck. I was losing my health benefits. I was going to be losing the sense of security, some identity capital. I go to a party and say I'm an investment banker. But I didn't realize all the things I was going to gain and all the energy and enthusiasm I would have just for me and my business, I completely discounted until I started doing it. And like, oh my gosh, this is way, way better. I mean, colors are more vibrant, food tastes better. To be able to work what I want, where I want, with whom I want, I didn't even know about how much better it would be. And so, in fact, I'm really proud of the fact I've had a similar conversation with a bunch of clients and friends whom were on that precipice of, you know, should I quit? What advice do you have? I'm like, look, you know, do it. You don't, because you don't realize you're going to be able to put into your current gig right now to make that grow that you don't have the time for now. Oh, it's it's so massive, and I feel like we could spend the whole show talking about this, but you know, spend at least a few more minutes. My, a lot of my coaching clients are in, are in a similar position as you were, Mark, is in a similar position that I was over the past couple of years where they say, I, I like what I'm doing, but it's, it's burning me out. I spent 18 years in the medical device industry, which oh, wow. my MBA is in portfolio management. So I spent a lot of time researching finance, investment banking, and I chose an area that I could blend my neat nerdiness, my geekiness in, in medical device and, and the body because I was a biomechanical engineer during, well, I was undergrad for biomechanical engineering. And I thought, wow, what a cool space. But if you're listening and you know, you're not one of my colleagues from the medical device industry, you may not know this, but you know, if you're a medical device rep, you're in the OR, you're on call, you're at the whim of the doctors in the hospital schedule. So they can call you out of bed at 11 p.m., which by the way is the worst time to be called out of bed because then you're there all night. It's way better to be called at 3 a.m. in the morning because <laughs> at least you get four <laughs> hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. 
And it just wears you out. And I know investment banking is very similar. It's high stress. There's just a lot of pressure to perform on a day in, a day out basis. And it's, I think if you're listening and you're in an industry like this, that's why I love real estate because it's a nice compliment that you can build up these passive income streams and these other options. But you mentioned one thing in there, Mark, that I'd like you to touch on. It was the identity. So I got to the point where my passive income or our passive income with our family was at a great spot. I was also making some active income from some of our other deals. But what I figured out over the past six months was that that wasn't what was preventing me from leaving. It wasn't, this, it wasn't being scared of the financial part. It was being scared of being relevant every day. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is a real thing, right? And I think they call it an identity quake. When it's just everything, that, yeah. everything's just, sh your whole world is sort of shaken up. Who you thought you were and the stories you told yourself is completely different now. And you have to sort of adjust to kind of new reality. And it takes some time and it's really scary to shed that. It's in a, in a way, it's almost like a death. Unfortunately, a lot of people are afraid to go through it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's almost, I think of like a chrysalis, right? You've got to, oh, yeah. you got to struggle and right and to get out of that and grow and then all of a sudden you're this butterfly and you're flying but you don't get to be that butterfly until you've gone through that struggle and whether it's a psychological struggle or if it's a financial struggle or either way it's so for us it was more psychological because we'd already you know had proof of concept that our real estate investing model worked for us but we go through that struggle psychologically with identity then now we're fine yeah no, absolutely. I think especially if you're in something that's high pressure, high need, you feel like people need you. And so if you're listening, I will tell you that I was scared to death three, six months ago to go through this process. But after doing it, I found it exactly what Mark said. You have this renewed energy. And I think, you know, it's an energy internally, but it's also an external energy. It's really interesting what happens and kind of the doors that start to open. So if you're going through that process, feel free to reach out to Mark or I. Love to share some more on that. So let's dive into land versus real estate, Mark. So if you could kind of compare and contrast. So our specialty is multifamily syndications. So we're buying cash flow properties. You know, we're controlling the appreciation on the way up. We're selling them on the way out. Some people that are familiar with what we do might hear you say, oh, I'm buying raw land and be like, that sounds really risky. Tell us what the differences are, positive, and some of the potential downsides. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you now, Chris, exactly what I do. Please I'm going to walk you right through. So you live in Asheville, North Carolina, correct? Absolutely. All right. I'm going to pretend that you owe $200 in back taxes on land in Texas. Let's say it's okay. 10 acres. And then what I'm going to do... I didn't know that, but I'll... Uh, okay. Yeah. And then so what you're, what you're advertising to me are two important things. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to the raw land. You're in North Carolina, the property's in Texas. And number two, you're really distressed in some weird way because we, you haven't paid your taxes and we don't pay for things... We don't value them in the same way. Yep. So what I'm going to do is send you an actual offer for your 10 acre property. Now, the way that I'm going to determine the offer is I'm going to look at the comparable sales in your 10 acre parcel. I'm going to take the lowest comparable sale. Let's say it's 10 grand. I'm going to divide by four. That's going to get me what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. I'm going to send you an actual offer of $2,500 contingent upon due diligence and taxes, et cetera. You accept it. Why? Because each month the county treasurer is sending you a notice saying, Chris, you don't pay your property taxes, you're going to lose this property to a tax lien or a tax deed investor. So for you, $2,500 is better than nothing. Now, in reality, three to 5% of people accept my quote top dollar offer. Yeah. Yeah. But now that you've accepted it, 
I've got to go through due diligence or this in-depth research. I got to confirm you still own the property. Back taxes are only $200. I have to make sure there's been no breaks in the chain of title. I have to make sure there's no liens or encumbrances. I want to make sure there's something compelling about the property. What's the access like? How far from services? What can I do out there? What are the restrictions? So I have this whole property report. Now I outsource that to my team in the Philippines. It costs about a bucks and they're connected to an American title company. In the same time, I'm getting the plat maps, aerial maps, GIS maps, everything that my new buyer is going to want to know as well. So I'm creating my marketing package. Now, once that's done and everything checks out, I'm going to buy the for you. Now, because it's only $2,500, I'll self-close and I won't go through a title company. But if it's 5,000 or more, I won't take that risk. I'm going to okay. close through a title company. Now that I own the property, I'm going to sell it 30 days or less and I'm going to make a cash flow just like one of your units. What am I going to do? I've got a built-in Best Buyer. Do you know who it is? Don't know. The neighbors. The neighbors. Ah, I'm going to send sense, out neighbor yeah. letters saying, hey, here's your opportunity. Protect your privacy, protect your views, know your neighbor. Oftentimes, the neighbors will buy it. Now, pass, I'll go to my buyer's list. My buyer's list passes. I'll go to a little website you've probably never heard of called Craigslist, 10th most trafficked website in the United States. I'll go even smaller on Facebook, the marketplace and groups, and then I'll go to lands, landmoto.com landsofamerica.com, landandfarm.com, landflip.com, landhub.com, all these platforms where people buy and sell raw land. Maybe I'll go to zillow.com. Now, but the way that I can sell it so quickly is I'm gonna make it irresistible to my next owner. I'm gonna say, look, own this 10 acre parcel for $2,500 down and make it a car payment, let's say 449 a month at 9% interest over the next 84 months. And money out on the down payment, I might go six to 10 months out, and then I'll make it a car payment, $449 a month, 9% interest over the next 80 months. And Chris, I have no renters, no rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And because I'm not dealing with a tenant, I'm exempt from Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act, all this onerous real estate legislation. So the game we play is can we create enough of these landowners where our passive income exceeds our fixed expenses and now we've not only just solved our money problems, we've solved our time problems and we have total freedom. I love it. And you remind me of a strategy I read about uh, when, I was, when I was starting my real estate career by Lonnie Scruggs. And sure. he, he said, yeah, he was the mobile home guy, right? Yeah. I forget what his book was called, but he said- Deals on wheels. Deals on wheels. Yes. Thank you. I yeah. had that little, that little paperback book. Is he still alive? Do you know? No, he passed away. But I like his model because you're still dealing with something physical. Sure. But, but with Lonnie, um, yeah, and Lonnie, he, he would I, order I finance. Yeah, I, I saw him at a, at a meeting and I swore he was like, he had to be 70 or 80 or 90 years old back then. That was 20 years ago. But he'd say, yeah. buy wholesale, finance retail. And exactly. that's what you're talking about. So if you're listening, catch that nugget that Mark just said, buy wholesale, finance retail. I think that's, that's phenomenal. And I love the part. I mean, frankly, after dealing with tenants for 21 years in some way, shape or form, I love the sound of not having to deal with tenants and, and having raw land. Yeah. And then the geeky part of you is really going to like this because we've got 90% of the business automated with software on the front end, yeah. software on the back end called geekpay.io. It's a set and forget it collection system where they make their down payment via credit card and then we collect H automatically. That's but cool. if they're AC and it does all the notifications and yeah. does all the accounting and everything. But then we also have inexpensive virtual assistants who are running the business. So I spent about an hour a week in the business managing it, you know, they're just looking at numbers. So it's yeah. machine. 
That's phenomenal. So you just taught us, Mark. And you know, if you've checked out our website, nextlevelincome.com, our mission is to help people achieve financial independence through education um, and also through opportunities. But the education is something that, that we really connect on here. So share a little bit more with the audience about you know, if they say, hey, well, that was really cool. What's your model for teaching others how to do this? And you know, how can people kind of learn you know, the next steps with respect to that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, you know, land is like the most boring niche in the world. <laughs> so it's so unsexy. And you can go on HGTV or the DIY network and see flip this land. The before picture is raw land. The after picture is raw land. Right. So there's sort of this, you know, you got to kind of head around this whole model. I think you'll agree the best way to learn anything is by doing it. Absolutely. So we have a $97 and it's called wholetailing, how to double your money. 30 days or less, I'd love to offer it to your listeners for free. And that way you can start doing it, learning it at the same time. So it's just to go to landgeek.com forward slash quick They can really start taking action on it and see if this model even resonates with them. But I like to talk, tell the multifamily people, this is a great gateway drug into doing those bigger multifamily deals and build up your cash reserves. I mean, I start with three grand. I've got clients who start with $500. So you don't need a lot of money to start, and then you can start building up your cash reserves, have that confidence to go into these bigger deals. Yeah, I'm gonna add that into the show notes. If you missed that link here, landgeek.com slash quickdeals is what Mark just said. I'm gonna put that in there, and I'm gonna make sure that you can access it on our website as well. You know, the I get calls from new investors every day, Mark, and they say, hey, I'm just yesterday, I'm 23 years old, I'm looking at buying this property here, maybe I'm gonna buy it there, what do you think? And I tell new investors typically a couple of things. I said, hey, you could buy a fix and flip that you live in, flip it in two years, double your money, tax-free, tremendous. Short-term rentals are great. I know Phoenix is a pretty good market for that as well. Asheville's phenomenal for doing Airbnbs. This sounds like another fantastic opportunity for new or young investors that are trying to build up some of that cash war chest, if you will, to get going. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, once you get to 10, 15, $20,000 a month in passive income, yeah. You know, life becomes very different. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so I like the concept. You're listening, you say, hey, this is pretty cool. Two things, I wanna talk first about where in the United States do you do this? Where do you do this, Mark? Right, I mean, Chris, let's, let's face it, right? Nobody wakes up and says, boy, I'd like some raw land in Minnesota today, unless you live in Minnesota. I got an so aunt we, who lives there. She's the crazy aunt. She would say, yeah. tell you that herself, so. So she lives there, she would want it, but the rest of the country doesn't want Minnesota land. But you know what they do want? They want Arizona, Nevada, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, California, a little bit of Washington, Oregon. These are the sun states. These are fast growing states. And then we hit Florida. So it's not that I'm shying away from Tennessee or Arkansas, you know, Missouri, some of these beautiful rural areas in the Midwest, Oklahoma. I've done deals there as well. But the majority of our biggest buyer pool is going to be Southwest, a little bit in the Northwest, California, and Florida. And that's really where we focus. Cool. Now that makes perfect sense. I mean, aside from California, those are all markets that we're looking to invest in as well. Large growing markets where people are moving there, right? Right. Exactly. Awesome. All right. So we talked about kind of like where you would want to do this. We talked about some of the secrets about that. Any downsides with this? Any horror stories that you've, you've seen or heard? Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest problem you can get into is... If you overpay, number one, you know, if your response rate is over 5%, you should get nervous and you might want to renegotiate. Response rates under 3%, you need to raise your offer. 
So that's a good sort of important metric. Three to 5%. Three to 5%. And then one is, are there environmental issues? Well, we're buying in areas that don't have environmental issues, but if you're going to go buy in Pennsylvania, Ohio, New Jersey, industrial areas, you have to go to epa.gov and make sure you're not buying in a super fun site because then you're responsible for, you know, multi-million dollar cleanup. But other than that, if you follow the steps, you do diligence, it's really hard to lose. I mean, it's crazy, but I've done this 6,000 times. I've never lost money, raw land deal. That's phenomenal. That's a phenomenal track record over 6,000 times. So early in the conversation, Mark, this is a big thing I'm passionate about. You talked about 2000, you started doing this. I think that was a great point in the cycle. If you look at our traditional real estate cycle, it's like 18 to 19 years. So we're talking about being around the same point in the cycle today as you were when you started doing this. Any thoughts around that, about the shortage of land that we have, the housing stock shortage that we have going on now, and why it may be one of the best times in history to be doing this? Well, I mean, when your government is printing fiat money and throwing trillions of dollars in the economy, there is a flock to real assets. So whether it's raw land, real estate, gold, silver, Bitcoin, all you will see asset prices are just going to continue time. So we had a huge COVID bump. I mean, it's terrible to say, but 2020 was our, our best year because of that. So I would predict we're going to continue to see asset prices rise. And I think that, you know, the cycles are getting more volatile. So we don't see the little bumps like you would, like there'd be like a little recession here and then it would recover, a little, you know, recession there and recover. The next recession we have is going to be violent and severe. So I tell everyone a great cash flow management model is profit first. And so yes, be saving absolutely. for that that rainy day. And then, you know, like you'll say like the real estate cycle, let's just compress it to 10 you know, two of those years, you should be doing nothing but buying. Asset prices are low. Six of those, of those years, we got nice equal, easy to buy, it's easy to sell. Two of those years, you should be nothing but playing golf because asset prices are too high. We might be in that golf stage right now. We're still finding deals in raw land, but my friends in multifamily are complaining about these three caps, four caps. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder. And you're right. I think it's worth this point where you have to start, you know, you're, we're coming through more deals tons and tons of deals, new markets going through those to find the deals that work. I think we got a couple more years left personally, but if you saw me on the screen, I was nodding the entire time you were talking. I think it's a time that, you know, we're going to watch these asset prices go up. You got to be smart. You got to look at what you're doing and real assets make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, Ray Ray Dahlia, the Bridgewater hedge fund manager says, you know, cash is trash. So if you got a lot of cash, start deploying it. Yeah. Well, I stole Ray's tagline about the holy grail of investing. And that's my book. That's my book subtitle, which is multifamily, the holy grail of real estate. And I call it that because Ray Dalio says, if you can increase returns and decrease risk, you've, you've found the holy grail of investing. So lots of great stuff, Mark. I really enjoyed talking to a fellow geek here on the show. I love your title, The Land Geek. Again, we've talked about how land can help you build your cash pile if you're getting into real estate initially, how it can be a great low-risk way to go in and double, triple, quadruple your money. Mark shared some of his golden nuggets, and he even offered his $97 course for free. So Mark, if you wouldn't mind circling back, what is the link to get that? And what's the best way for people to get in touch with you, sir? Yeah. So the best way to get in touch with me is thelandgeek.com. They could also get the Kindle book for 99 cents, Dirt Rich. 
And then also the course is thelandgeek.com forward slash quick deals. Awesome, Mark. Thank you so much for everything you're offering here to our audience, not only during the show, but also in those resources. We'll make sure we link everything in the show notes. Probably going to put them on our resources page as well. And thank you so much. Stay warm out there in Phoenix. Thanks, Chris. That's easy to do. Hey, Chris here again. I hope you found this episode valuable. Now, I have one more thing to gift you. We have a page for my coaching clients where you can get a free copy of my book, as well as much more from previous guests on the show. Just check out nextlevelincome.com slash coaching to get a free copy of my book, audiobook, and much more. I'll send you a copy of my book and cover all the shipping costs as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Also, please like, share, and take just 90 seconds to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts.